This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Parents, teachers and students were all expecting a gradual return to the classroom over the coming weeks. But the pace has been accelerated with the Premier announcing she wants all kids back at school full time next week. It's one more sudden change. And while some kids will be thrilled to get back to normal, other children may be worried about the change, or perhaps their parents are even more worried. Adolescent psychologist, teacher and parenting expert Colette Smart is here to help us support our kids as they return to school full-time next week. Hi, Colette. Hi, Katrina. Thanks for your help with this. It, it can be hard to know sometimes how well our kids have coped with all the changes that they have gone through. What signs should we be looking out for that they might be a little bit more anxious about returning to school full-time than we've realised? So I think there's going to be a very mixed response in return to school, depending on each child. Um, my youngest is, has just been busting to get back to school. He's very social. So for him, there's n- not a big issue. But I think we need to assume that many young people are struggling. Um, there was a UNICEF survey of Australian high schoolers um, that they did recently, and they found that by April, less than half of teenagers say that they're coping well. And they actually expect these figures to worsen by June. So I think it's it's good to assume that they're struggling and then just proceed with gentleness and compassion. I think being particularly aware of our students who have anxiety or struggles with school refusal um, in the past. So these children are going to be more reluctant to return to school. And so... Things like observing your children. So some of our our kids don't have the words to express what they're feeling and we really just need to be attuned to their subtle changes. I always say to parents, you know your child best. So you know what's normal for your own child. So look out for things that are uh, different to their normal, things that are particularly physical and behavioural changes. So is your child complaining more about stomach aches or headaches or feeling sick? Is there a change in their appetite or their sleeping habits? And then behaviourally, are we looking at them avoiding certain places? Are they avoiding um, certain areas in the house or avoiding uh, saying they want to avoid catching the bus or school itself? Um, Even avoiding things at home that they would usually do. So connecting with others or withdrawing uh, from being with the family or, or exercising. Are they starting to seek constant reassurance about things that they usually would do? Um, getting easily upset, crying easily at really small matters. Mm. And then even behaviours like lashing out or getting easily angry uh, show that, that, that they're anxious about something. So it's really looking for the deviations from the ordinary for your child. Okay, that's good to know. And how can we support our kids as they make yet another change now going back to full-time schooling? So you mentioned the parents being anxious in the beginning, and that is a challenge for us. I totally (laughs) wanted to bring that up because, especially on social media, I've seen so much anxiety about this return to school amongst parents. And so I think that's for us, the challenge is keeping our voice calm. So I say to parents, think of it like when your children do the fire drill at school. We're, we're communicating 
alarming information, but we have to do it in very matter-of-fact, non-alarming ways and, and mannerisms to our children because they follow our lead very often. So if we are worried about things that are happening at the school, we need to, in front of our children, show support for the school and teachers because our children need to feel that school is going to be, uh, or our teachers are going to be a safe person or a safe place that we hand them over to. And so some of our conversations, even if we're not happy, those need to be in the earshot of adults or to the school adults um, or those in leadership um, themselves, not in front of our children. Then also avoid excessive reassurance. We can't say to our children, well, don't worry, everything's going to be okay because we don't know if there's going to be an outbreak at our children's school. But Focus on courage. Focus on times that our children have dealt with worry in brave ways uh, and then allowing our children to express their emotions because emotional health uh, requires emotional expression. So letting our children know that their home is a safe place to vent to and reminding them that we are a safe place. So letting them name their emotions or helping our children name their emotions and acknowledging frustrations or fears. Uh, and then uh, apart from just the emotional side, doing practical things. So talk through the steps that are going to happen when they start school or get back into the classroom. Plan things practically like um, lunches and uniforms and morning routines. Uh, routines for our kids bring um, safety and security. And then, um, uh, like your Gemma Gets the Jitters book, uh, use the stepladder approach. So talking to um, the school about helping our children go slowly with some, some of this new normal um, and doing little things in small steps that helps them get back into the new routine. Mm. Yeah. So do you think it's worth just letting the teachers know if your child is feeling anxious? Absolutely, okay. because I think uh, for, for each of our, our kids, it's going to look different. Um, even in your own home, there will be different things for each of your children depending on their personality. Mm, okay. All right. Well, I think one of the things is, you know, that many schools are doing things slightly differently and, you know, some kids will have yes. to travel on a school-designated bus to school and they might be more anxious yes. about that factor. Uh, you know, some kids will be having staggered start times and some won't, you know. So there's, there's a lot of differences between the way different schools are doing things. What do you think that, you know, at a most basic level, schools should be doing to make this easier for our kids? So most teachers, I think, are really good with assessing the needs of the children in their classroom. But if you think your child is struggling, then yes, talk to the school. Uh, give your, te your child's teacher some specifics that your child is struggling with because then your teacher or the child's teacher knows how to address those issues. But I think for school, routines are really important. But I think they're going to need to be tweaked in this time. Teachers can focus on... Um, some relaxing and fun activities. I think that's really important in helping our children relax. Read books and articles that talk to children about anxiety, but also talk about courage 
And then how about children engage in activities that focus on creating a sense of safety and connection? They've missed the connection. And for some children, new connection or reconnecting is going to be the anxiety-provoking situation itself. Mm. So we need to help our children uh, find new ways to relax into this new routine, find new ways of interacting now that some of it's got to be socially distanced. There's no assemblies and uh, things are... are do look different for a while. And for schools to remember that stressed brains can't learn. So if we can support our children in connecting and relaxing, the learning will come. And they're going to be learning a whole lot of new emotional intelligence skills. Uh, and I think that's going to be more important than the three R's at the moment. Yeah. So for me, that's what's important. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Colette. That is adolescent psychologist and parenting expert, Colette Smart. You can find more great resources from Colette at her Raising Teenagers website, raisingteenagers.com.au, or you can find her at colettesmart.com. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.